0: Hello, and welcome to the Mentor of Life podcast by Dr. Shala Izokoli. I am Dr. Shala Izokoli, your life makeover mentor. With untraditional solutions to age-old problems, I help you create what you want in life, health, and relationships. Yes, you can have it all. Today, I'm going to be talking about They Don't Give Up, please insert whatever four letter words your sensibilities are capable of handling so some people might say they don't give a hoot some people might say they don't give a shit some people might say they don't give a fuck okay moving on um this is not about um sensibilities per se but i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna share a little story from my life so a lot of times people don't take the steps they need to take and do the thing they, the, the, the things they want to do or the things that make them happy because they're so concerned about what people think. Let me tell you something. They don't give a hoot. They don't care. Let me give you an example from my own life. Every morning, right? Between, depending on my schedule, between 6.30 and 8.30 every single day, I um, I leave my house for my daily walk. Now, in order to make this interesting, so, you know, I have decided that um, a long time ago, I decided that I wasn't a runner. I'm not the running type. And um, walking is my preferred way of exercise. I could walk and walk and walk for miles. Um, but in order to get some, I would say, a more energetic workout, I have come up with my own creation, a form of dancer-size but I do it while I'm walking. I walk to the park. I basically, I dance walk all the way from my house to our local park. I dance walk around the local park and I dance walk all the way back home. This usually takes about one hour. depending Again, depends on my schedule. At the very least, I, I try to give it a decent 40 minutes. Usually at the end of these workouts, I'm huffing and puffing, very tired, and I've really got a good workout, okay? So, you know, here I am dancing, listening to music, of course, um, and I have a whole dancer size playlist that I just, and I, I'm just going for it. Here's something I realized in doing that. Nobody cares. Okay. Nobody cares. I'm telling you, I'm dancing. I'm walking. Nobody even bothers themselves to look at me. Um, So most folks, I realize, most folks don't care because people are going about their own business. So for the most part, a lot of times when we think, oh, if I want to do this, I want to start a business. What will people think? Let me tell you something. They don't give a hoot, they're not thinking about you. Most people will not stop what they're doing to take an interest in what you're doing. In fact, the converse is true. A lot of times when you want them to take an interest in what you're doing, you have to shout really loudly to raise your voice above the crowd so they don't care. Number two. The people who do care, who they're people who spare a glance. They usually just smile at me and wave and carry on with what they're doing. I have hardly had, nobody has come up to me and said to me, oh, you know what? You're dancing down the road. This is not proper etiquette. No, that has not happened yet. And I really doubt that that's going to happen. So there are some people who will, you know, see me dancing and they'll wave, they'll smile and I'll wave and smile back. Hey, I have earphones in my ears. I, you know, I'm, all, all we can do is smile and wave in that moment, right? Number three, it's not my job to police my own exercise and my own happiness for other people's real or imagined discomfort. I could be thinking, oh, I'm dancing down the road. What are people going to think? They're going to think I'm mad. They're going to think I'm drunk. They're going to think I'm, they're going to think I'm, you know, if, if they see me coming, let's say I'm standing at, you know, a traffic light, they, they're going to look at me funny and they're going to think there's something wrong with me. It's going to make them uncomfortable. As long as what I'm doing is not illegal, immoral, or unethical, you know, why does, why should I? police my own exercise to the point where I'm not doing what I want to do for exercise, which which I feel is good for me for exercise because of other people's real or imagined discomfort. Remember from point number one, we've already established that they don't really care. They're not bothering about you. They're not studying you like that and they're not checking for you. In fact, if you want them to, you have to be a bit aggressive to get attention. (laughs) It's not your job to police other people's imagined discomforts and put your dreams on the back burner because of what will people think? Again, I'm not talking about doing things that are illegal, immoral, or unethical. I'm just talking about you doing something that will improve your life that may be outside the box or unconventional from what other people think. Number four. If honestly speaking, if anyone doesn't like what I'm doing in terms of my exercise routine and my daily walking, I have no lo- knowledge of it. No one has actually, like I said, no one has come up to me and said, stop doing that. You know, you shouldn't be dancing down the road or whatever, or you look crazy or no. So again, most of the time, if you're trying to do something different, a lot of people that don't agree, they will just keep quiet and do whatever they will, they will live their life, right? Um, where was I, (laughs) I, I don't know if anyone cares. I really don't. So if I go off of the evidence in front of my eyes, there's a few people who smile and wave. Everyone else can't be bothered with me. And that is honestly what happens in a lot of things in life. You do you, some people support. Some people be quiet, and now yes, I've I've talked about, I've done a podcast. I believe, I think, I've done a podcast on haters before, and that's a separate that's a separate topic, right? I'm talking about people who will not step out because of fear of what people will think. I could have from the get go. I could have decided, oh, you know what? I mean, I don't want to dance and walk, even though I like to dance and walk, and this is how I, you know, this is I I, I get pumped doing that. Well, after I've done my my dancer size, I'm ready to face the day. I could have decided I don't want to do that based on what people will think. But now, based on evidence, people aren't thinking anything about me. They're just living their lives, walking, doing their own running, whatever it is they're doing. And And when I've told people, like, oh, that's brave, I'm like, there's nothing brave about it. The people who are running, in fact, what I'm doing makes more sense than just running. What are you running? What are you running for? Are you running away from something or running to something? But no, all of a sudden, we've decided as a collective that maybe we decide as a collective that running is normal. But you know, it's just as weird to dance while on walking down the road as it is to run in the grand scheme of things. And if you just look at it, you know, from a um, on, on I would say it's fairly unbiased point of view, number five. This is very important. If I center myself in my own life, what other people think about me doesn't cause suffering. If I center myself in my own life, what other people think about me doesn't cause me suffering. What does it mean? Center yourself in your own life. Oh, that's a whole topic, baby. But you are the center of your own life, not other people. Because without you, if you didn't exist, those things that are relative to you wouldn't exist because you didn't exist. Make sense? Therefore, center yourself in your own life. So when you when you're centered in you, when you center you in your life, the things people say don't the things anything people think about me is not going to cause you think, think about you, is not going to cause you suffering because you're not living your life for them or their approval. If you live for the approval of others, you will die from their criticism. Your life is not to be lived for the comfort of others. You have to center yourself in your own life, your own self, your own priorities, your own needs, your own wants, your own ambitions. And as long as these do not infringe on the rights of others, and as I say center yourself, if they And it should obviously, shouldn't infringe on the rights of others. And it shouldn't be anything that's illegal, immoral, or unethical. Dr. Jola said I should center myself in my own life. I'm going to rob a bank. No, I didn't say that. Robbing a bank is illegal, immoral, and unethical. <laughs> well, at least it's illegal. Um, so what other people think about you doesn't have any power to harm you. So sometimes people get into, oh my goodness, this person will think this and this person will think that. So what if they think that? So what? It doesn't matter what they think. You are to be the center of your own life and then other things can flow from there. Number six, I should not assume that I'm in anyone's thoughts to the point that I have to make adjustments to my life or what brings me joy. So if somebody, if some random passerby thinks that, you know, this woman shouldn't dance down the road, and I imagine that a random passerby is thinking that this woman shouldn't dance down the road, they're like, oh, you know what? Random passersby are probably thinking I shouldn't dance down the road, so I'm going to stop dancing down the road. How dumb is that? Yes, how dumb is that? So if it brings you joy, and even if it's unconventional, it doesn't matter what people think or don't think. Your life is your own. Live your life. If you want to dance down the road, dance down the road. Now, I wasn't always like this. I remember there were times in my life where I was so concerned about what others thought that I wouldn't even speak up when I was actually being harmed, many times. So I'm, I wasn't born like this, basically, is what I'm saying. It's learned behavior. A lot of things that we think people just have are learned behavior. I remember when somebody said to me, oh, well, you know, you can do that. The rest of us can't. I was like, why? I just learned to be like this. I just learned to do this. I'm not like better than anyone else. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm not better than anyone else. If I'm bolder about my life, it's because I learned to do that. And sometimes I learned to do it the hard way because there was nobody to tell me, look, it's okay to speak up. It's okay to speak out. It's okay to live your life. Now in my work as a coach, I come across people who don't take that next step. The next step of life, career or business because of worry about what other people might think or what other people might say. Meanwhile, these people that you're worrying about and you've built castles in the air for, they ain't even thinking about you. And this is one of the things I do in coaching. So through coaching, I actually help you to stop caring about what other people think, especially if it's standing in the way of your happiness. I help you stop caring. Yes, I can do that. It's called the Shala magic. It's just mindset tricks that, you know, it's not tricks, but you know, it's just a way to change your mind to start thinking differently to the point where those are the thoughts that you think. And your your predominant thought whenever you want to do something is not, what will other people say? What will other people think? What will other people do? Who cares? Other people don't care. And even if they do, what they think about is not going to cause you suffering. So I'm still booking calls for anyone who wants to work with a coach. Who truly gets it? If you're a doctor and you're suffering with burnout and you want to make a change, but you don't feel the people in your life will understand or you want to make these certain changes and you're like, what will people say if I cut to part-time? What will people say if I go to non-clinical medicine? What will people say if I start my own business, even though I have this great idea? What will people say if I become a florist? Yes, I know doctors became a, flor- I know a doctor who became a florist. What will people say if I start my own bakery? What will people say? What will people say? I can actually teach you how not how to not do that. <laughs> so yeah, my calendar is in the, in the link. Um, book a call with me. My link, this link is not going to send you to a website or anywhere. It's going to send you directly to my calendar. So of course, serious callers only. And um, if you want to, you know, uh, let's have a chat. It'll be a free call. I'll let you know if I can help you, and um, if I can, great—you can sign up to work with me. If I can't, then I will be—I will still give you will still leave the call with something, with some motivation, some encouragement, some actionable step. But like I tell people, I can't give you three to six months worth of coaching in a thirty-minute call. So you know, book your call, get on my calendar, get on the phone with me, and see how see how and if we can work together. Have a wonderful, wonderful day, and I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Mentor of Life podcast, your one-stop shop for innovative solutions in life, health, and relationships. My little piece of the internet is shalaeziokoli.com. That's S-H-O-L-A-E-Z-E-O-K-O-L-I.com. There you can find links to my social media pages, sign up to work with me, or invite me to speak at your corporation, conference, or other event. Thank you so very much for listening. Until next time, remember, yes, you can have it all.